the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. No sanction that is immediate, just as the U.S. and its allies are using sanctions as their main tool to stop the Russian invasion of Ukraine. President Biden says, quote, you have two options. Start a third world war, or two, make sure that a country that acts so contrary to international law ends up paying a price for having done it. Mr. Biden announced multiple waves of sanctions on Russia this week. Other countries have also placed sanctions on Russia, aiming at banks, businesses, and oligarchs. But on Thursday, the president downplayed the immediate effectiveness of sanctions, saying no one expects the sanctions to prevent anything from happening, despite previous messaging from his White House that said that the sanctions were designed to deter and prevent. Bernie Bennett in Washington. And former President Trump has won the presidential straw poll at CPAC. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager explains the misinformation. The misinformation about COVID has overwhelmingly come from the Democrats, our health authorities, and the tech sites. The left lies, they lie, and they lie. And when the lie can't continue, they stop that lie and move to the next lie. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Finally, this Tuesday evening, we'll hear what Joe Biden has to say about the Russian invasion of Ukraine, record-setting inflation, public health, our country's budget, and perhaps our $30 trillion of debt. Join us for live coverage this Tuesday evening from 8 to 10 p.m., streaming with our free app and at am1280thepatriot.com. Your forecast for today, we're looking at mostly sunny and a high of 34 with a low of 17 for tonight. Tomorrow, partly sunny and a high of 36 with a low of 21. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. It's hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. On this uh, last Sunday in February, hard to believe two months are down in the year 2022 already. But you're going to be, want to be sure uh, to continue to tune into AM 1280 The Patriot throughout the entire year of 2022. A big midterm election coming up this November and all that goes with that as candidates uh, basically make their cases to voters. Uh, it's looking very good for uh, Republicans early on because, well, I mean, that's just politics 101. And as I've said many times on the show, the first midterm election in a given presidential administration usually benefits the party opposite of the White House. Uh, and, of course, with Joe Biden being a Democrat, combined with the fact that uh, his, his administration the first 13 months has been an absolute dumpster fire, definitely bodes well for Republicans. But they are going to need they still they've got a lot of potential winning messages, uh, but they have to deliver them coherently. So. Um, it's good. We're going to be covering it all right here. AM 1280, the Patriot, a lot of uh, special broadcasts, uh, remote broadcasts from different uh, political events, 
Nothing is solidified as yet, but again, stay tuned to AM1280 The Patriot as well as check out our website, am1280thepatriot.com, and follow us on Facebook for all the details coming up. I'm probably going to spend the lion's share of the first hour talking about easily the biggest news story from this past week, and that, of course, is the Russian invasion of Ukraine, which has been uh, anticipated for a number of days now, and it has finally happened. Uh, It's been no secret that Vladimir Putin for some time has had designs on bringing his country back to the USSR days, the glory days in his mind. You know, I mean, uh, Vladimir Putin is former KGB agent. And this was his vision to try to, you know, get the Soviet Union back to its, uh, to Russia back to the Soviet Union days, I should say. And I'll start off by saying I, I'm certainly the furthest thing from a foreign policy expert as there is. Uh, and so I'm not going to have a lot of uh, valued insights as to, you know, the prudence of Russia's military strategy and how they plan on carrying out and what they uh, expected to accomplish at this point in the conflict, which is a little less than a week old. You know, I'll just leave that to those who know a lot more about this stuff than than I do. I mean, I think that's 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 a very uh, responsible stand. But it's interesting to see the reaction of, you know, today's youth, today's generation. I mean, I don't like to play that card, you know, back in my day, let me tell you. You know, I, I don't like to play that. But the, the reality is this is something that, you know, my generation in the 19—I grew up in the 1980s during the the height of the Cold War and uh, the tense relations between uh, Russia and U.S., and it was always speculated, you know, what would happen if there was, you know, nuclear war between their, these two superpowers, super you know, and we'd always assuage our concerns by saying, well, neither, neither side wants to— use nukes because if the one side launches theirs, the other side will automatically launch their their nukes and you'd have mutually assured destruction. I mean go back go back and watch some of the classic movies of the nineteen eighties like War Games with uh Matthew Broderick or one I can't help but thinking of seeing what's happening in Ukraine is Red Dawn. Not the twenty first century versions of it. I'm talking nineteen eighty four, Patrick Swayze, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Marshall's nodding his head behind the glass. He knows what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, who else was there? C. Thomas Howell, Jennifer Grey, Leah Thompson. Uh, basically, the, the the cavalcade of stars that you saw in a lot of these 80s movies. Go back and watch Red Dawn. Uh, it was, it may seem campy for its time, but back when I saw it, 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 it basically brought to the surface a lot of fears that my generation had where you had communists coming into the country and wreaking havoc and wanting to take over and, and, and whatever else. And, uh, it's just like, wow, what, what these high school students were doing. And, you know, if you haven't seen the movie, you know, number one, where have you been, but it's 40 years old. So if I, if I give you a few spoilers, sorry about that, but go watch the movie, 1984's Red Dawn, Patrick Swayze, Charlie Sheen, C. Thomas Howell, among others. Uh, and no, it was not an outside. It was not an outsiders reunion. So I, many of the same actors that were in that uh, movie are also in this. But well, it was just about Colorado high school students, and you had these communists. You know, whether it was you know soldiers from Russia or Nicaragua or Cuba parachuting into this uh, Colorado town out west and try to you know, and they uh, attack this. Uh, 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 high school and it causes these students to run into the mountains and they have nothing but their shotguns and a few supplies because you know these were uh, you know th- these were res- resourceful lads you know they like to do their hunting so they had their hunting rifles and whatever else and how they basically were not going to roll over without a fight and this is again from from all I've been able to gather President Vladimir Putin had anticipated 
going into Ukraine and capturing the capital city of Kiev within a matter of a couple of days, and it hasn't happened. And there's been tremendous resistance, and Ukrainians have not rolled over. I mean, you, you, see, you, you saw the very harrowing scene of a mass exodus of vehicles leaving, uh, specifically Kiev, the capital city, and getting out of Ukraine before before the Russians arrived, you know, and I, and I understand that's that's a, that's a very prudent thing to do because let's face it, the the Russian military still packs a pretty powerful punch, and obviously Ukraine, in the minds of some Ukrainians, they're thinking, well, we can't possibly match that. Well, it's becoming very obvious as time goes on here that these people who live in this democracy, albeit, you know, a struggling democracy of Ukraine, aren't going to go down without a fight. And we've seen several instances of that, specifically the uh, Ukrainian uh, president, president uh, Vladimir Zelensky, basically talking about arming his citizens against this attempted tyrannical takeover. And, you know, I hate to make this about America because anytime we see events around the world, we always have to, you know, uh, we, we, we at times are a very narcissistic country and we have to make it about us and we have to, you know, up the infighting and it's like, well, were it not for those Democrats in this decision or were it not for those scurrilous Republicans and this and that during the Trump administration. And, you know, I, I really don't like to make this about us, but our uh, friend of the broadcast, Brian Strasser, chair of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, said on Twitter yesterday, he says, it's a sight to behold the uh, cognitive dissonance amongst those who are loudly cheering the Ukrainians taking up arms and willing to literally die for their country to not let the Russians take over. And yet it, the same people who are cheering that are looking for ways to enact some sort of gun control in the United States. They, they don't understand that this is what this was the spirit of the Second Amendment. For the citizens to be able to arm themselves against a tyrannical government. And yet, these people, some of these people who are cheering on Ukrainians arming themselves can't, can't seem to uh, make that parallel. Well, they're finding out in, in a hurry. That's, that's what the spirit of the Second Amendment is. And I know that there's been some horrific gun incidents. And they think that that's the only reason that guns are made is, you know, you want to arm a bunch, of, uh, a bunch of kooks that want to wreak havoc on their on their fellow Americans. And that's all people focus on when they focus on guns. It's like I'm not understanding how trying to take guns out of the laws, of, out of the hands of law-abiding citizens is going to curb uh, gun violence, okay? Because the law-abiding citizens, uh, particularly those who are go through all of the protocols of gun safety and getting a permit, whatever else, they're not the ones committing these atrocities in these mass shootings here in America. But anyways, I digress. Uh, this uh, this goes back a ways about how this uh, got started, about how Vladimir Putin has had designs on bringing Russia back to its glory days of the USSR. And um, it's interesting, uh, you know, I talk about uh, my generation, and uh, a comic, I, I, I guess this uh, guy is a, a comedian, uh, occasionally appears on MSNBC, which is probably why I've never heard of him. Uh, Jay Black is his name. He goes by the Twitter handle Jay Black is funny, and I thought I thought this was this was dead on because uh, he looks to be bar- part of my generation. He put out a tweet saying, "Hey, millennials and Zoomers who are dealing with your first bout of World War III panic, find yourself a Gen X friend to see you through it. We spent the entirety of our childhoods prepping for nuclear war alone while eating pop tarts cold from the foil. We got you." So. <laughs> That's a, kind of brings back a little perspective. And it's it's true. It's true. We had literally, where I went to high school, we had nuclear fallout shelters where you open a door on the floor there, and, yeah, there it is. It's supposed to protect you from a, a nuclear fallout. And there were a lot of us kids who were debating. It's just like, you know, I, I kind of like the spirit of the Matthew Broderick, Ali Sheedy characters in war games where they went up to the northwest part of the country, and that's where... It, you would basically, if nuclear holocaust happened, because, you know, as you get northwest part of the country, that gets closer and closer to Russia. Okay? 
because uh, as the uh, uh, Sarah Palin character in Saturday Night Live, played by Tina Fey, said, you know, you can see Russia from her house in Alaska, right, as you get further and further to the Northwest. So why not, Why would you just not want to get it over with instead of suffering from the fallout of a nuclear holocaust? And, oh, oh by the way, another movie that really freaked us kids out, uh, The Day After. That was, came out in the mid-'80s. Again, very campy by today's standards, but it scared the daylights out of us kids. And they had, this was part of a, uh, my brother's, I think my my younger brother, he was in eighth grade at the time. He was, so he was in middle school. And part of the assignment of their class, okay, watch this TV show. And then tomorrow we're going to have some adults here to kind of talk you through it, help you through it. If you're a little freaked out by it, we're going to help you through it and, and talk about this very serious subject of, of the prospects of nuclear war. I mean, this was something that was very real in the forefront of our minds back in the 80s. So uh, I don't know if you can find um, The Day After out there anywhere, but The Day After and the 80s version of Red Dawn, if there's any possible way you could find those. Uh, again, they're pretty campy, and the production quality doesn't measure up to today's cinema, let's be honest. But we knew how to tell. We knew how to spin some yarns back in the 80s. I'll just say that much. We'll continue this discussion when we come back next segment. And take your phone calls here, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And if you'd like to follow us along on Facebook, go to Northern. Uh, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. And we are live streaming the broadcast as well as at our NARN Facebook page. I'm waving at the camera. Back in mere moments with me, Brad Carlson, the closer. Go nowhere. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. In 1981, Heritage Christian Academy began with 13 students. Today, they celebrate God's faithfulness with 550 students in grades K through 12. God has shown his provision for HCA for 40 years. Let me introduce one of God's faith-filled stories. Hi, I'm Scott. I teach Bible and social studies at Heritage Christian Academy. It is wonderful to know and hear the stories from founding families that had the vision to begin this school 40 years ago. God's providence is a testimony to his everlasting vision and plan for his people. There is no doubt God has been preparing me for this teaching position at Heritage Christian Academy throughout my life. From my experience in corporate America to the many years of teaching and training between church and work, I can look back at how God has been preparing me for my place at HDA. It's been quite the journey. It is one of my greatest joys to teach the students at Heritage Christian Academy. For more information about Heritage Christian Academy in Maple Grove, visit heritageweb.org. Unless you've visited our studios, you probably haven't seen how clean they are. But I assure you, you can hear it. Hey, I'm Trevor Kay, checking in on behalf of Forever Cleaning. Tasha and the team at Forever Cleaning are a big part of why we sound so fantastic on air. I mean, have you ever heard a dusty microphone? Not here, you haven't. It sounds something like this. No good, right? But Forever Cleaning's attention to detail goes beyond the studios and this microphone. Our break room is clean and inviting, the office areas are orderly and organized, and the bathrooms, they're always spotless. If you need Forever Cleaning's expert care in your office or store, or you just want to make certain your mic sounds as good as mine, reach out to Tasha and her expert team today at forevercleaning.com. That's the number 4, EVRcleaning.com. Or call 763-807-9817 to schedule your free walkthrough and quote. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. For all your electrical, Early Bird Electric is the local company you can trust. Early Bird is known as the troubleshooting experts, and they specialize in old homes wiring and repair. Whole home rewires? Check. Emergency service? Check. Adding an outlet so you can charge your darn iPad in the kitchen without fighting the kids? Check. Early Bird Electric does it all. And did I mention same-day service? 612, the bird. Mention AM 1280, the Patriot, and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, the bird. 612, the bird. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. 
hard you try, you can't stop us now. Welcome back. AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks all for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And we do have our uh, Facebook live stream up and running at the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, so be sure to check in. Say hi if you'd uh, like to stop on by. And Gary from War Road, as usual, checks in and says hello. Gary, we appreciate your support each and every week. It seems like Gary's always uh, liking or commenting on our videos each and every uh, weekend. So, uh, Gary, again, from War Road, we appreciate uh, your support. Uh, continuing the discussion about uh, Ukraine and the Russian invasion of that uh, country, uh, I've, I've got an audio clip to play. Cut number one, if you remember this infamous audio, this was from the foreign policy debate between then-President Barack Obama and Republican presidential candidate Mitt Romney. So this was 2012, uh, nine and a half years ago. Again, foreign policy debate. I uh, don't really need to set this up. I'll just uh, let it speak for itself. This is President Obama talking to Mitt Romney across the table. Cut number one. Governor Romney, I'm glad that you recognize that al-Qaeda is a threat. Because a few months ago, when you were asked what's the biggest geopolitical threat facing America, you said Russia. Not al-Qaeda. You said Russia. In the 1980s or now, calling to ask for their foreign policy back. Because you know, the Cold War has been over for 20 years. But, Governor, you know, when it comes to our foreign policy, you seem to want to import the foreign policies of the 1980s, just like the social policies of the 1950s and the economic policies of the 1920s. So there you have it. Um, and by the way, a little more than a year after those, uh, and you know, Barack Obama, as he's wont to do, very condescending and uh, very dismissive. That's um, kind of how he kind of how he rolled. Um it was about early 2014 that uh, Vladimir Putin stated to his colleagues, and this is a direct quote, we must start working on returning Crimea to Russia. And within days, unmarked forces with local militias uh, took over the Autonomous Republic of Crimea and Sevastopol, as well as occupying several localities uh, in that area. So, uh, you know, again, that was a little more than a year after President Obama was very dismissive of Mitt Romney's concerns. So, as you could expect, Mitt Romney, like a lot of uh, American elected officials, had something to say about the Ukrainian invasion. And this is now Senator Mitt Romney out of Utah from, let's see, this would have been last Wednesday. Uh, Putin's Ukraine invasion is the first time in 80 years that a great power has moved to conquer a sovereign nation. It is without justification, without provocation, and without honor. Putin's impunity predictably follows our tepid response to his previous horrors in Georgia and Crimea, our naive efforts at a one-sided reset, referring to Hillary Clinton in this stupid reset button, and the short-sightedness of America first, uh, short-sighted of American first, which is a shot at Trump. The 80s called, and we didn't answer. So uh, Romney apparently settling scores with uh, everybody, whether it's Hillary Clinton, who, when she was Secretary of State, you remember that infamous photo with that Russian official? She handed the reset button, say, hey, the previous administration was a disaster. Here's the reset button. Amazing how that didn't work. Such a gesture didn't work. Huh. Uh, And uh, also, again, taking shots at Trump's uh, America first. And the 80s called, and we didn't answer. Uh, The peril of, again, looking away from uh, Putin's tyranny falls not just on the people of the nations he has violated. It falls on America as well. History shows that a tyrant's appetite for conquest is never satiated. America and her allies must answer the call to protect freedom by subjecting Putin and Russia to the harshest economic penalties, by expelling them from global institutions, and by committing ourselves to the expansion and modernization of of our national defense. So there you have it. Um, President Biden has already indicated, and I guess he's kind of gone back on that a little bit, he's going to uh, remove Russia from some of the banks, you know, the network of countries that operate through the SWIFT uh, financial system. Uh, He didn't want to completely remove Russia from that uh, because he said, President Biden, I'm paraphrasing here, saying, you know, the European allies didn't want it. 
I mean, the very same European countries, like uh, Germany, for instance, who decided to go with more wind and solar power and therefore not rely as much on fossil fuels. Well, guess what? The sun isn't out all the time, and it's not always windy. So you kind of need kind of a, um, shall we say, diverse energy sources. So when they need those fossil fuels, specifically natural gas whatnot, they go to Russia. So uh, how chaotic are things going to be now with Russia involved in this invasion? And the president... Uh, President Biden even even acquiesced. Well, you know, gas prices going higher. That's going to uh, you know that's that's the cost of uh, security and, and freedom here. Never mind that gas prices were already on the rise. Okay, um, but we're going to conveniently uh, look away from that. So uh, this again, this isn't something that just happened. Okay, uh, Eric Erickson wrote a terrific piece uh, at his Substack page talking about. Uh, the history of how Putin, oh, basically, he's been playing the long game for oh, a little over 30 years. Uh, this Again, this is it from Eric Erickson's Substack page. Call Vladimir Putin a dictator. Call him an autocrat. Call him a totalitarian. Call him whatever you want, but make sure you understand he is serious. He also knows the West is not. He has brought war to the West's doorstep. On December 5th, 1989, Putin was running a KGB office for the Soviet Union in Dresden, Germany. The Berlin Wall had fallen and East, Germans, East German mobs were ransacking Stasi headquarters. They came for the KGB in Dresden. Putin called out to the approaching mob that he and his men would open fire. The mob held off. Putin called a Soviet military unit for help. The military could not come, reported the general, because, quote, Moscow is silent, close close quote. It was a defining moment for Putin. He has prepared for years, and now Moscow will no longer be silent. Over the last two decades, Putin has taken advantage of the Western world's grievous fixation with climate change. European nations have reduced their dependence on both fossil fuels and nuclear power. As they expanded wind and solar power, their ability to generate a sustainable base load of power declined. This fostered their dependence on Russian natural gas. In the United States, Democrat politicians and judges have ended drilling permits and leases on federal land, curtailed and canceled pipelines, and reduced our capacity to be energy independent. Congressman Dan Crenshaw of Texas notes, we have gone from providing all our oil domestically a few years ago to importing 595,000 barrels of oil a day, Russian oil. 595,000 barrels of Russian oil a day. Let me let me just repeat that. The Keystone XL pipeline, which Joe Biden killed, would have generated 830,000 barrels of oil a day. Concurrently, Biden got rid of Donald Trump's sanctions placed on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, a Russian project to supply even more gas to Europe. And by the way, the U.S. Senate very recently uh, were going to issue sanctions based on that, uh, based on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. They attempted to reissue sanctions, and uh, the uh, Democrats used that old racist relic called the filibuster uh, in order to uh, stop that from having this is some, a proposal Ted Cruz brought forth. Remember that? The Democrats, uh, you know, Republicans use the filibuster. Well, it's an old racist relic. We need to do away with it, but the Democrats apparently think it's okay as long as it serves their purpose. Uh, this uh, We only have a couple minutes left, but this is very important. I want to get to this state, uh, particular excerpt. Under Barack Obama, the United States got rid of its two-war doctrine. The doctrine had sustained the United States military since World War II. It merely stated that the United States must have the defense capabilities to fight two wars on two fronts at the same time. The Obama administration short-sightedly concluded it was no longer needed because the 80s calling and want the foreign policy back. Uh, by downsizing the military, the United States would save costs and reduce the military's carbon footprint. After all, according to the Obama administration, climate change was a bigger national security issue than Russia or China. So, uh, and um, just a one last thing here before we go to break. I get that there are a lot of people who are tired of the 
endless wars. I mean, we just got out of the endless war of Afghanistan, and that was a horrific disaster in the way we withdraw, withdraw it from that. I don't, the merits of withdrawing, I think, were sound, and I, I believe we should have gotten out. But how it was done was done horribly. My point is, is this. I understand the philosophy, we can't be the world's policeman, and I agree with that. But if you have Russia and China on a united front, i.e. looking to expand their territories by taking over sovereign countries, stable, somewhat stable democracies, um, the U, let's just say that the United States uh, status of a top super, superpower, if it hasn't dissipated already, it is slowly being chipped away. That is for certain. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need, 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Hi, friends. This is Katie Pavlich from townhall.com. The liberal media and big tech are working overtime to promote the left's anti-American agenda to silence me and the reporters on our team at Town Hall. We must bring the truth to the American people free from the spin of big media and the censorship of big tech companies. Town Hall covers the news that matters, exposing the COVID lies, the leftist rot and crime surge in our cities, the illegal alien crisis at our southern border, and all of Joe Biden's unconstitutional overreach, including the critical race theory attacks on our children and grandchildren by school boards working with the Department of Justice. Visit townhall.com each morning, afternoon, and night for the truth as my team investigates the Biden administration, their big media friends, and leftist activists. With your support, we can keep holding government bureaucrats and their allies in the media accountable. Visit townhall.com today to join the fight. The fight for our nation starts with townhall.com. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, appreciate you tuning in. Continuing our discussion on the Russia invasion of Ukraine, I was reading from Eric Erickson's Substack page, uh, a piece entitled, An Unserious People Confront a Serious Man. And again, this goes back to the Obama administration basically uh, drawing down the military that had the capabilities of fighting two wars, you know, on two different fronts at the same time. You know, thankfully, we haven't had to do that. Okay, but to be sure to have the capability 
that's something that has gone on in the United States for, for decades. And Barack Obama drew that down because he wanted to reduce the military's carbon footprint and wanted to put more money into uh, climate change initiatives. And as we're, as we're seeing, because we were so focused on climate change and, you know, and, I, and again, I, I have zero issue against focusing on climate change. I mean, we've had folks on from the American uh, Conservation Council uh, here on the, on the broadcast and talking about very realistic solutions uh, dealing with uh, climate change. You know, and I, I think it's something that uh, we uh, definitely have to be serious about. But it doesn't have to come at the expense of, you know, uh, American Conservation Coalition. That's what it was. ACC.eco is their website, American Conservation Co- uh, Coalition. I've had folks on from that organization talking about climate change and realistic uh, solutions where we can maintain a strong, robust economy and have, like I say, diverse sources of energy. But if we're just fixated on inefficient energies like solar and wind, and when we end up being hampered and have to basically export close to $600,000, 600,000 barrels of oil per day from Russia when Keystone Pipeline was supplying well more than that and we're failing to use our own natural resources, uh, it's going to put us in a real bind here. So uh, count number two, uh, John Kerry, former uh, Secretary of State and now the United States uh, Climate Czar, whatever that is. John Kerry, certainly we've learned our lesson from being so short-sighted and focusing on climate change instead of, oh, I don't know, national security. Count number two. I'm very concerned concerned about Ukraine because of the people of Ukraine and because of the principles that are at risk uh, in terms of international law and trying to change boundaries of international law by force. Uh, I thought we lived in a world that had said no to that kind of activity, and I hope diplomacy will win. But massive uh, emissions consequences to the war, but equally importantly, you're going to lose people's focus. You're going to lose certainly big country attention because they will be diverted, and and, uh, I think it could have a damaging impact. So, you know, I think hopefully President Putin would realize that in the northern part of his country, they used to live on 66% of a nation that was over frozen land. Now it's thawing, and his infrastructure is at risk, and the people of Russia are at risk. And so I hope President Putin will help us to stay on track with respect to what we need to do for the climate. I'm going to go out on a limb and just say that that's President that is not on the forefront of President Putin's mind. I mean, when I'm reading this piece from Eric Erickson and how this started way back in 1989 when the Berlin Wall fell and Putin then running the KGB office out of Dresden, Germany, was furious that Moscow was silent because he was calling on the Soviet military to come help because the Stasi was threatening to overrun their their office, he's now saying, okay, it's not, we're, we're not going to be silent anymore. I mean, this is all part of the grand plan. I don't think he was really factoring in climate change as, as, as being a big deterrent for him. So all this being said, uh, I think, you know, we're, because of the world we live in and we have video cameras that we can carry in our pockets now, in the palm of our hand. I mean, we saw some of the horrific images, you know, in wars past, you know, World War One and World War Two, and obviously Vietnam, but we can get instant footage, unfiltered footage, unedited footage by people just holding a camera in their hand, literally in the palm of their hand. And what we're seeing is the resolve of the Ukrainian people. Because I, I, again... No foreign, I'm no foreign policy expert, but I have to believe that President Putin didn't believe that he would encounter this kind of resistance, that they were just going to roll over. In fact, he even uh, there has been a report that he, uh, he reached out to the uh, president of, uh, of Ukraine, uh, Volodymyr. Uh, Zelensky, 
who, by the way, look up his bio sometime. He uh, he is actually a comedian, a comedian. He had his own production company, and this production company uh, produced a television show that Zelensky starred in and played the Ukrainian president. And then he ends up being uh, the Ukrainian president. I mean, it kind of parallels what happened here because Donald Trump played the president of the United States on Saturday Night Live before, and he ends up becoming president of the United States. And he was, a, of course, a reality TV star for a while. So apparently, uh, Zelensky, according to the uh, Associated Press, uh, was offered by the U.S. government to be evacuated, and he declined. Here's his quote, the fight is here. I need ammunition, not a ride. Okay? So here he is going to stay behind and defend his country, defend his land. And you hear him making very poignant speeches via video, and they're being uh, they're being posted to Twitter. You've had some very heart-wrenching images of men who put their children on a bus there was one in particular a gentleman who was putting his young daughter on a bus you know so they can get to safety and he was going to stay behind and defend his land who knows if he was ever going to see his family again in fact there's a real possibility he may not but he feels like it's worth putting his life on the line to defend that land so that his children when they grow up they actually have an opportunity to live in a thriving democracy and it's not just men either. There is a uh, a former uh, beauty pageant contestant, of course, my my being the uh, uh, MC of the local Miss Minnesota competition every June. Uh, this this kind of uh, uh, tugs at my heartstrings a little bit. Uh, this gal, she was a Miss Ukraine in some international pageant. She posted on her Instagram. You know, she's got a uh, uh, a firearm in her hand and just posted the uh, uh, Ukrainian flag. On her uh, Instagram account. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now. I uh, I did post it on my. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, I uh, posted it on my uh, Instagram story. Yeah, uh, Anastasia Lena is her uh, Instagram handle. So go definitely go look her up. She's got the uh, the big scary gun ready to go into go into combat. Okay, I mean these are these are freedom fighters, genuine freedom fighters that are staying behind and defending their land. And again, the parallels to Red Dawn are not lost on me. I mean, you're not going to be able to take on Russian air jets and Russian tanks or anything else. Uh, the Ukrainian military isn't. that That's not realizable. But if they come in and try to occupy these cities, I mean, the Russians, they expected to have had Kiev by now, the capital city of Ukraine. They expected to, to have it occupied by this point, and they haven't. And... They've endured a lot of casualties. In fact, it was a gentleman's name escapes me. Was it uh, Brian Preston? Yeah, Brian Preston. Uh, He's with uh, Fox News Digital and also works at uh, PJ Media. Uh, He's uh, he's posted some statistics. The source was the defense ministry uh, reported as of uh, earlier today. So far, Russia has lost. Uh, 4,300 troops approximately. Now, this is to be confirmed, but 4,300 troops, 27 planes, 26 helicopters, 146 tanks, 49 artillery pieces, 706 armored personnel carriers, one BUK system, four grad systems, 30 cars, 60 fuel tanks, two drones, and two ships slash patrol boats. Okay? Now... I have to wonder if Vladimir Putin expected that kind of resistance, would he have still gone ahead with this? My 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 guess is, yeah, he would, because he's that obsessed with bringing Russia back to the glory days of the Soviet Union. But at what at what point does he? I mean, is there is there a point? I guess I should say, is there a breaking point where he says, you know, I, I have to pull back? I don't believe there is. I don't believe he is the personality type from everything that I've been able to gather by people who have encountered him. He doesn't seem like the type to pull back. And once he's in this, he's going to commit to it and die trying, basically. And he's already facing resistance from fellow from his fellow countrymen. There's a big 
protest in St. Petersburg, Russia, where people were against the war. Okay, And this is something that has unified most of the world against Russia. Now, did he anticipate that he would get this kind of uh, deterrence from the world, that uh, kind of backlash from the rest of the world? I don't know. Does he really care? Probably not. But this is uh, th- this is something that has unified a lot of the world. And again, I know there's elements out there uh, who are uh, talking about, you know, wow, Russia, look at that, you know, very that Putin, he's a smart, savvy guy. I mean, our former president, I guess, was basically saying something along those lines. That Putin, smart, savvy guy, basically a couple, a couple of dollars worth of sanctions, and he's just uh, mowing right through them, okay? Um, and, you know, there and a lot of people, well, and this is the Democrats' desperation because they know, as of right now, they're going to get schlacked in the midterms. They're trying to say that uh, uh, Republicans are... Russia allies, and therefore they support Russia in this takeover, which is complete BS, okay? They conflate criticism of our doddering current president with support for Russia, which is complete bullpucky, okay? I mean, we were constantly lectured during the George W. Bush administration that dissent is the highest form of patriotism particularly criticism of a sitting president and what he, how he's reacting to these world conflicts. Now, that was a little different because the U.S. was directly involved in these conflicts, whether, whether it was Iraq or Afghanistan. But currently, with this Russian conflict, we're not directly involved per se, but it is going to be a pain for Americans because, again, we're importing 600,000 barrels of oil per day from Russia because we're no longer energy independent. We're no longer relying on our own resources because climate change or something. So it is okay to criticize that policy, that doddering policy that's hurting us. So uh, this, this, is, uh, this, is, this is incredible to watch. Again, I, the parallels are there. I don't know that the Ukrainians militarily can take on the Russian military, but as far as the guerrilla warfare, you know, again, drawing the parallels with Red Dawn, they're certainly going to make an effort of it, that is for certain. One final segment this hour coming up on the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651 289 4488. That's the number to call. Get us away via Twitter at hashtag NARN show. Again, Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. 
The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. You think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do. But you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing. And it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens. Like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing. Online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net. Join the Freedom Fan Club today and you could win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, Bully of Asia, Why China's Dream is the New Threat to World Order by Stephen Mosier. Register to win at am1280thepatriot.com. Welcome back, AM1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour. Still available to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So if you'd like to uh, go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You can follow the program there. Leave a comment or a question in our comment section as well, and uh, we appreciate it. I thought uh, Senator Marco Rubio out of Florida perfectly encapsulated everything that's happening in Ukraine and Ukrainians being willing to stand up for the country, knowing the incredible odds they're facing against this uh, mighty uh, Soviet military. Uh, this was from this past weekend, Marco Rubio at uh, the CPAC conference uh, speaking, talking about the you, uh, the Ukrainian citizens. Uh, cut number three. No matter where you stand on this Ukraine-Russia situation, what we should have done beforehand, what we should do now, the one thing I think everyone can agree upon is that the people of Ukraine are inspiring to the world. I don't know if you've watched the images in the last 48 hours. Okay. You have 70-something-year-old men, elderly women, younger children taking up arms, prepared to sacrifice everything. I don't know if you heard the audio of those 13 defenders of the Snake, Snake Island where the Russian ship says, you know, surrender, this is Russian ship, surrender, and they respond, uh, you know, in French uh, <laughs> about what the Russian ship should go do. No matter how you feel, everything, and here's what it reminds you of. It reminds you how valuable freedom and liberty is. These are people that are basically saying, we refuse to be Putin's slaves. We refuse to live under tyranny. We're prepared to give our life and die for it. Okay, so there you have it. And Marco Rubio knows of what he speaks because he's first-generation American. I mean, parents born in Cuba, coming here, trying to carve out a better life, didn't exactly have an exorbitant lifestyle or anything like that. You know, they were just working-class folks that wanted to make a better life for their children once they got here to America. And so Marco Rubio has heard firsthand accounts of those trying to escape a tyrannical country, in this case, his folks getting away, uh, getting away from Cuba. So, yeah, that that is, is something that um, I think is, and he's exactly right, it is very inspiring in the fact that people are willing to take that stand uh, against a guy who's obsessed with, again, expanding the, uh, the Soviet Union. And, again, I'll read to, from the uh, last couple of paragraphs of uh, Eric Erickson's uh, Substack post. Uh, Vladimir Putin has assassinated his opponents, jailed dissidents, confiscated his rivals' money, and invaded his neighbors, all while loudly saying he wanted to upend NATO and restore Russia's sphere of influence. All the while, the the West has relied on experts and diplomats who believe papers and signatures and sanctions could govern foreign affairs and contain Russia's ambitions. Putin has capitalized on the naivete of Western powers and is now going to war. 
Europe is too dependent on Putin's natural gas to stop him. The United States imports oil and fertilizer from Russia. To actually fight him would mean to give that up and force up prices as inflation is already out of control. But none of those things will actually stop Putin. The only thing that will stop Putin is guns and ammo. Neither the United States nor Europe have the will to truly arm the Ukrainians. Ukraine is just the first domino to fall. Many Americans see no reason to be concerned, but very few Americans know what it is like for the United States to not be the preeminent superpower on the planet. The few that do remember had to fight the Nazis. Russia's Putin and China's Xi are going to give the world a show of force to try to end the American run as a superpower, and some, in their foolish ignorance, are happy to find out what that might be like. We should pray. They are not given the chance to find out. So, yeah, that's and that's exactly right. Because uh, China has been conspicuously silent on everything that's been going on. And given their saber-rattling when it comes to, uh, ty- uh, to Taiwan, how long before that domino falls? Uh, is David on line one? Is he? Does he want to? Uh, does he want to go on the air? Okay, David in Bloomington is yes, on sir. line one. David, we only have about a minute. Go ahead. Okay, I just wondered. Uh, Senator Amy was on Fox this morning praising the Germans. They're finally coming up with uh, some armament. And the question is, at this point in time, how is this armament going to get to the Ukrainians? They can't fly it in. The, the Russians control the airfield, and they're not going to be able to truck it in because they'll just get blown apart there uh but nobody's asked that question yet yeah thanks david appreciate the call i actually did see a story on this uh, someone sent to uh mitch yesterday uh it was an axio story yeah germany's going to send a thousand anti-tank weapons and 500 stinger missiles to ukraine marking a complete reversal in berlin's restrictive arms experts policy uh german chancellor olaf schlotz announced saturday uh as far as the logistics david good question I, I don't know that. Um, I, I don't know how they're going to be able to get actually get that uh, to the Ukrainians. Um, if they somehow can, uh, that certainly marks a very uh, nice reversal on their uh, uh, previous policy of, of not arming the Ukrainians. And uh, again, this is something that their own government, the Ukrainian government, is is saying to citizens, yeah, you know, private citizens definitely get, get armed and... Uh, uh, defend your land because uh, the, the president himself, uh, John Stewart, said it's like watching uh, Shecky Green morphing into Winston Churchill. Those are some old school references, but yeah, this is essentially uh, what it's like. And uh, President Zelensky is uh, leading the way. Thanks for the call, David. Appreciate it. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back in a few. Closing time. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround... Our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Jane came to Robbinsdale Women's Center, excited to be pregnant, but she was being pressured by her boyfriend to abort. She wasn't sure she could do it on her own. When she heard the heartbeat and saw her baby, she knew she had to find a way. Through parenting classes and community resources at RWC, she received the help that she needed to choose life. Hi, I'm Eva. I'm one of the nurse sonographers at Robbinsdale Women's Center. I have the privilege of showing women their babies on ultrasound for the first time. Last year, 279 women at risk of aborting their babies instead chose life. Our goal at Robinsdale Women's Center is to give accurate information on all pregnancy choices. All services are provided at no cost with no government funding. We rely on people like you who value women and their unborn babies. 
Since 1992, thousands of babies have been given the gift of life. Your donation to RWC will help save babies. Visit rwcinfo.org to donate. That's rwcinfo.org. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. AM Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.